Hello, everyone. This is Jeremy Smith. I want to welcome you back to my podcast, Take Back Main Street. And I want to get kicked off here with episode number two. And my topic today is net neutrality. And I know that for some of you, this might be a topic that you've heard a lot about and maybe too much about over the last few months. But I think it's an important topic just to discuss what are the possible impacts for those that work in the Main Street economy, those that live in the Main Street economy, those that work in your smaller companies, your smaller industries, those that live in those different communities across this great country, and cover just really both sides of the coin as far as how do those that are in favor of the net neutrality rules see it as a positive, and how do those that aren't in favor see it as a positive with those net neutrality rules not being in place, and to cover just those possible impacts that we may see with this. Now, I first want to talk, just do a quick recap on what is net neutrality. You know, why is this in place? For some of you out there, you probably already understand, you probably already know, but for those of you that might not, uh, just give a quick recap on what it means, what net neutrality essentially means. Now, the net neutrality rules were put into effect back in 2015 by the FCC, the FCC that was under the Obama administration. And essentially what these rules did is they changed how internet services were provided, how they were regulated. Prior to these rules being in effect, internet service was classified as an information service. With the change of net neutrality, it was then transitioned over to a telecommunication service, which then now essentially treats it like any other sort of public utility. So it treats it like water and electricity in that it's really a basic service, a basic service that all Americans should receive. And again, with the, the tougher regulations, with the stricter requirements, you know, it really eliminates the price gouging. It eliminates the uh, ability to maybe discriminate access as far as when someone's providing this use service, this internet service or utility. You know, one of the best ways I've seen this described is that, you know, if you look at the electric grid, the, the, they're not gonna charge you more or treat you differently just because you have a toaster plugged in versus, you know, a TV versus, you know, having some sort of vacuum or something that's, that's sucking up power, right? You're not gonna be charged based off of what you're using. You, it's a flat rate. You're gonna be charged based off of usage, just kind of how you're charged based off of your speeds, you're charged off of those, those data pieces, but you're not charged differently just be, because of where you are, what you're using, how you're using it type of thing. And that's essentially what they're doing with the internet. So if I'm going and using sites that have a ton of traffic, they have a, a ton of data, those types of things, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna have higher speeds for those sites and I'm say lower speeds for sites where you might have four visitors per hour versus you know you have great speeds on sites where you have 400,000 viewers per hour or, or vice versa you're not going to be treated differently based off of weight data what you're seeing what you're visiting what you're using now essentially what's taking place now with this recent repeal by the FCC is it it's going back to that informational service classification which allows the internet service providers to have more leeway in how they treat the internet in regards to how they can treat certain sites as far as providing speed to certain sites to certain providers and being you know, blocking certain sites and having some little bit more control from a competition standpoint now 
the one big thing to highlight here is that from an international standpoint, it's really there are not a lot of countries that have these net neutrality rules. And the reason being, though, that the reason that there isn't this type of net neutrality rules is that for a lot of these countries, they have a variety of different service providers out there that a member, a, a member of that country, a consumer of those countries can go to. So there's a lot of different ways to access the Internet. There's a lot of different providers that you can go to. You know, here in the States, you are really focused to a handful of different service providers. I think uh, the stat that I saw is that AT&T, Comcast, and Verizon, you know, they really have almost 90% of the internet service or provided almost 90, over 90% of the internet services to this country. So, you know, that's the reason why these rules were put in place and why there's an impact there. So next, I want to cover the both sides of the coin of why there's a benefit or why those that see benefit on each side of these rules being in place or not being in place. All right, now that I've given you a little bit of a background on what is net neutrality, what that really means, let's talk about it from both sides of the coin, okay? From the internet service providers or ISPs, and from those who oppose it are those that are pro net neutrality in regards to probably more your smaller institutions, your smaller companies, the consumer. But start out looking at the ISPs, what's their side of the story? So. When you look at these different internet service providers, the biggest thing for them is the cost associated with providing these services. They're the ones providing the infrastructure. They're the ones delivering the services. So they're the ones that pay to maintain for it. And at the end of the day, let's be honest, it's a for-profit company. So they're the ones that want to profit from this information. So what you see in the stuff that I have here today is from cordcutter.com and they talk about how from an internet service provider standpoint, the cost for something that requires more bandwidth, something like a Netflix, some of your streaming services, you know, there's a, there's a cost associated with that. And that when you are looking to say charge somebody like a Netflix more for the bandwidth that they're valoring, they say the net neutrality rules limit them from what they can do there, that they eliminate their ability to charge more or to be able to pass along those costs to those sites that are eating up a lot of their costs from their standpoint as the, for them being the service provider. So, you know, that's one of their big things is that with the net neutrality rules, it limits their ability to cover costs associated with delivering these types of services, especially for those areas that require a ton of bandwidth. They also talk about how with the usage of bandwidth and with these net neutrality rules is that you know, a lot of the times since the cost can't always be passed or can't always be obtained from those providers, say such as a Netflix, that that hurts the consumer in the long run. Because at the end of the day, with the net neutrality rules, you know, from a consumer standpoint, you're all are going to be playing the same for, say, you know, your five meg, your 15 meg, whatever it is. And you might have somebody that you may use as email once a month paying the same as somebody who's using up that full the full service they're using it up they're 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 downloading they're they're doing all the streaming that you know at the end of the day that you were going to be paying the same where then at the end of the day if they can't pass along those costs to those companies they're passing it along to the consumer so the consumer's paying more and it doesn't matter whether you again you're using it for 
internet once a month for email or if you're using it to stream and play games you're all going to be playing the same where the isp state that you know depending on the speed you can kind of package this deal that with net neutrality rules you're not able to do that to where you know if you're wanting more speeds you're wanting to access different certain sites you're gonna you could pay more for it where it will cost less for those that don't have a ton of interest i say in utilizing the internet and they don't have a need for it the limited need they could pay for that limited need and those that have a higher interest have a higher need can pay appropriately for that so they say that's where that impact comes down to from a consumer side and then lastly the last thing here on from cordcutter.com is that the money initially that those profits that we talked about before with these being uh, for-profit companies is that when you limit those profits because they're covering those costs that they're having to eat because of the broadband services and things like that to cover to get the services out say from like a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever you know, those costs limit them from being innovative from improving their infrastructure to investing in in other companies to be pro-business so that loss of profits or that that cut in profits doesn't allow them to to fully invest more into creating better services on then or doing their own investing say investing in other companies investing in other opportunities uh driving business growing business again with the intent of driving jobs and all those sorts of things so that's what you're looking at from the ISP side of things, what they're saying, the impacts of having net neutrality regulations in uh, what have on their institutions and their ability to grow their companies. All right, so now let's look at it from the other side of the coin for those that are for net neutrality. Now, the big thing is those that are for net neutrality really what it does is it eliminates the increased cost that you might see from providers like Netflix for Amazon for Hulu those types of things where those that use those types of streaming products uh, could be gouged in the long run for that because as I mentioned before right if on the ISP side they are now allowed to charge more from a Netflix standpoint or charge more if Netflix wants them to you know stream there's at a great speed at a great service you know that then in turn cost goes over to Netflix and Netflix now charges you more from that standpoint so that's where there is that the issue there and then there are other issues in regards to so if you are going to do something like a bundle package like I kind of talked about before where those that are heavy users would have access to certain sites you know those for net neutrality say that then that ISPs have the ability to block certain services that they can control that so even with that they can control Netflix's bandwidth and their service to where you know if it's really slow you're not gonna go with it and then threatening them to to pay more and increase cost more from that standpoint or you know, if, control what sites that you're gonna use you know you could pay a lower package for sites that they encourage maybe something that's a part of their part of their companies or family and companies those types of things and you can pay less for those but you have to pay more for competitors so so these are all of the areas that those that are for net neutrality are worried about granted again nothing has we have seen yet and there's nothing that 
you know, indicates that that's where we're going, but it's a possibility, right? It's out there, you know, because these rules have been revoked, these are the possibilities that are there for those people that, that the AISPs can and how they can treat the internet now that the rules have been repealed. So again, we talk about equal access for all, um, where the ISPs, like we mentioned, internet service providers can um, punish bandwidth devouring sites, um, but it doesn't always apply or, you know, you might still, it might be a bandwidth devouring site just to, from their standpoint, but it might really not take up as much bandwidth. So say, you know, you having your Facebook page open all day versus streaming, you know, 4K movies. So the have sites like Facebook, like Twitter, um, Google, where just because of just how large those companies are and the amount of information that they're passing along during the day, you know, they could charge those companies more, right? They could pass along those costs because those are big companies. Right, those are big companies that are having in order to to continue going. But at the same time, they might not have the issues from a bandwidth standpoint. But still, uh, there's that opportunity for those ISPs to charge them more, just because the amount of services that they have, or the amount of information and things that they're moving through the internet. So, you know, one of those things again where you could penalize somebody that's not even a bandwidth. A large bandwidth provider, large bandwidth user, uh, just because you have the ability, availability to do so, just because they might be a well-known commodity, a well-known uh, product out there. And then the last one is that they feel those are for net neutrality, is that the the users will ultimately pay less, right? Is that having the price caps, having the rules in place protects the consumer in the wrong one that protects the consumer from being gouged from being nickel and dimed through these debates right whether it's on the isps end you know the internet service provider charging you a ton or whether it's on the provider that the isp is charging a ton right is that net neutrality ultimately is a consumer protection piece and that it prevents a monopoly of companies from taking advantage of their ability to charge the member or charge the consumer more or charge the companies more which again and then impacts that consumer as well so i think that's the big thing is just that 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 impact that you have from that standpoint so those are both sides of the coin now we'll talk we'll finish up do a quick wrap up on how you know really this, there is that possible impact to that main street economy main street america All right, so now we've talked about both sides of the coin. Let's talk about possible impacts to mainstream America. And I think the biggest one that I see based off of this is the possibility that cost can be absorbent or the price to pay or the price to play, excuse me, is going to be different for those small companies, those innovative companies, those small businesses across Main Street economy that are, are innovating from a technolo technology standpoint, that are innovating on the web, they're providing their services, they're, they're trying to use the internet as a way to market themselves, to promote themselves, and if these net neutrality rules have that type of impact where you will see some of these larger companies able to cover the cost to provide higher speeds, to have their sites and their information put in front of the consumers that they're able to have the higher speeds 
and that those of these smaller companies, these smaller competitors, are throttled, right? So the price to the price to play is going to be a lot higher for those smaller companies who might not have the investment, the assets, the resources to do so. So I think that's probably the biggest impact that I see is that you know, that possible impact. Again, we haven't seen this yet, and we have no idea how this will actually all play out. But that's the biggest piece that I see there. You know, and that's really from a main street economy standpoint is being able to still get the word out, right? I mean, as a, as a hidden economy, as a hidden hidden ecosystem, you know, being able to have that availability to utilize the internet as freely as anybody else allows these companies to get that word out to spread the news to to make the context to communicate uh, to gain the business, the foot traffic and all that. So I think it, that's the one hopefully impact that we won't see, but one that we possibly could see with these new rules. Um, the other is on the customer. I think the biggest thing you see here is that yes, there are benefits and I, I totally agree with the mindset of, you know, pay for what you use for mentality. So if I'm using the internet more, the costs are higher from that standpoint. Um, you know, Paying for that, paying for those services. But at the end of the day, you also want to have some caps to this, right? You want to have some ability to to regulate what's going to take place here. Now, with the new changes, the FCC, with this recent re repeal, said instead of having these net neutrality rules, what will happen is that these internet service providers are going to be required to disclose uh, what information, what sites um, are going to be throttled, you know, where the costs are, they're going to be required to disclose all these things. So if, if they're controlling bandwidth based off of if you're reviewing Netflix or Hulu or anything like that, they're going to be required to disclose that. So the consumer is aware they're going to be required to disclose that. So the government is aware and it's going to be up to the regulator to decide if there's any sort of anti-competition type of tactics taking place. Now, that's where I, from my, my standpoint, there, there is that concern, right? Is that, you know, how well will this be monitored? How well will the government be involved in that? You know, if this is something that can be properly regulated, it might not have that big of an impact. But if this is something that we get caught up in, we get behind on the times, you know, those types of things, we got to pay attention to how that will play out there. Um, and again, for those consumers, is there an impact? Is there an impact on those that are using it versus not using it? Or, you know, if you want to have Netflix, you pay the same price as somebody else, but someone might be streaming it 10 times more than you are type of thing. So is it going to be based off of usage or just based off of the ability to use these providers? Because again, as we talked about, there's going to be an increased cost based off of your ISP or if you're one of those providers. So where are those impacts going to take place? And just that there are possible concerns with the impact to that consumer and how that consumer is going to be doing this going forward. So that are my, my two main concerns or my two main pieces with this and what to watch out for. So as I mentioned, we have no idea how this stuff is going to play out. We have no idea how these ISPs will, will approach this. They have talked about how they will take, you know, their steps. There, there's no intent to revamp how they're doing things, their charges, the, the services that they're providing. But uh, we will see how this plays out going forward because they now have that opportunity, right? Those those pieces are in place for them to control what's going on on their side of the coin. And on the other side of things, you know, we'll have to, to just watch it from those that how they are impacted. Because again, as I mentioned up front, you know, if you're one of these small businesses, you're one of these small industries, 
You need to pay attention to how these impacts might have on you. Are there extra costs? Are you seeing issues with the services that you are being delivered, services that are being provided? You know, how is this affecting you in the long run as that service provider? How are you going to, or how is this going to impact you in the long run? So it, it's something to be interesting to look out for uh, because as of now, you know, this repeal has taken place. There is possibility that this goes back in a few months as it goes back to the Senate, goes back to Congress. So we'll see ultimately how this plays out. You know, right now, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. You have both sides of the coin where, you know, there's the cost sharing, there's the ability to innovate on the ISP side, but then you you have the concern, especially just with how our history has been from a corporate America standpoint of 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 consumers in small industries and small businesses taking advantage being taken advantage of and you're running into you have that possibility of those that have the money have the control and it can essentially do what they want so there's it's important to do your research and it's important to monitor this for those that have that impact by impacted by these new changes and you you voice your concerns you let those that are in positions of power, those that have the ability to make changes, that they have the power to influence, you know your thoughts and feelings, know how this impacts you, so you can make a change, or so they can hopefully make the changes for you and help get this to a spot where it is consumer friendly, it is competition friendly, and it is helps those looking to get to market, looking to expose a great benefit they have the ability to do so even with the limited resources that they may have or with the limited income that they may have so uh, again pay attention do your research ask your questions and and let's just make sure that however this rolls out however this goes into effect that it doesn't impact those small businesses those small communities those main street ecosystems across this country and that they are still able to thrive they are still able to innovate they're still able to uh, live those lives and receive those services that everyone in your cities across the country receive and that they're able to have that opportunity uh, to to thrive in their communities and thrive in their economy so that's it for me today i want to thank you again for listening in today and as we keep going forward we'll keep finding these different types of topics and highlight those and again sprinkle in some examples of the positive impact that companies communities uh, members of main street america are are having on our greater country on our greater nation uh, on a greater world as a whole so again jeremy smith with main street um, take back main street and i want to thank you again for joining today